Welcome to Reality Expanded, the podcast where we dive into the revolutionary worlds of artificial intelligence and extended reality. Each episode, we'll be unraveling the complexities and marvels of these technologies that are not just shaping our future, but are also redefining our present. Your guide through this boundless realm is none other than the insightful and ever-curious John Campanella, a 42-year veteran in the tech industry and a sage in the world of immersive technologies. John is here to decode the complex tapestry of these immersive technologies and take you on a journey on how they are taking part in shaping our future world. In the realm of AI, we'll explore how this technology is evolving beyond its early roots in theoretical computation and logic. We'll discuss its current applications in fields as diverse as healthcare, finance, and consumer technology, where it's transforming everything from medical diagnostics to personalized shopping experiences, our journey will take us through the intricate pathways of machine learning, natural language processing, and ethical AI as we discuss how these tools are being developed to make decisions, understand human languages, and even mimic artistic creativity. Turning to XR, a term that encompasses virtual reality, augmented reality, and mixed reality, will immerse ourselves in a world where the digital and physical realms converge. From the early days of VR, symbolized by Morton Heilig's Sensorama, to the modern marvels of AR and mobile applications and MR and industrial design, we'll explore how these technologies are creating experiences that are profoundly immersive, interactive, and impactful. Our episodes will sometimes feature interviews with experts, innovators, and thinkers who are at the forefront of these fields. They'll share insights, stories, and predictions helping us understand not just the technology itself, but also its broader implications for society, ethics, and the human experience. Whether you're an AI enthusiast, a VR gamer, a professional looking to understand how these technologies will impact your industry, or simply curious about the future of tech, there's something here for you. Prepare to expand your mind and reality with the stories, interviews, and insights that only John can deliver. This is Reality Expanded, where the future is limitless and the potential is infinite. Now here's your host, John Campanella. Well, thank you and welcome to the very first episode of Reality Expanded. My intention is to take you on a journey all across artificial intelligence, virtual reality, and extended reality. In each episode, we're going to dive into how these technologies are affecting our daily life today and what the future brings. So a little bit about me. I've always been into technology, going back to the days of Atari and ColecoVision and you know, playing games with my family and my dad. I actually wanted to be part of that world. So I ventured into electrical engineering at New Jersey Institute of Technology, and right out of college, I went to work for Blonder Tongue. That's when, let's say, the juices started flowing. I had access to a lot of technology there, even though in 1981 it was limited as to what you can do. But people that have seen me on Zoom calls or uh, Google Meet calls or team meeting calls noticed that the background of my office is all of my guitars. And I am an avid guitar player. And back in the 80s, I was in a very prominent Jersey Shore band. Well, I didn't have the money to buy a wireless guitar system, so I built my own. Uh, my bass player then said, hey, can you build me a direct box? And I built an awesome direct box that did more than what your average direct box did. 
And then one fine day walking through Sears, I saw my buddy Lance, who I actually work with at a furniture company while I was in college. Now, Lance was also in the same position going to school while working at the furniture company, and he told me he was working for a company in New York City called Smithmaker Engineering and asked me if I'd be interested in taking a position there as a technician opportunity. Well, I stayed there for a couple of years, and then I met Fred Shen, who I consider my mentor. I became one of the original partners of Shen Milsom, which turned into Shen Milsom Wilkie. And I stayed with Fred for about seven and a half years and finally decided that I was going to start out on my own. And I started an engineering and programming company. And this was in 1996. And my company was called MDCI. And we were an engineering and programming company uh, specializing in commercial and residential systems, both the design of as well as doing all of the programming. And at the same time, both my brother Steve and I started up a company called iCreate International, which was a arts company that did a lot of work for Corel Draw and had uh, clip art packages. And then I was granted a patent on an interactive children's toy. So you can see it kind of brings it back to 1996 when I was really getting to interactivity and uh, not necessarily virtual reality, but a reality that children could draw and record their voices at the same time and brought their pictures to life by audio. And then most of you can remember in 2008, 2009, that's when we had the stock market crash and the real estate industry, commercial and residential, kind of went in the toilet. And so I had to look for how can I keep my company going. I had 25 employees at that time. And during that time, the iPhone uh, had made its headway into the mainstream and people were writing applications. So I said, hey, let me you know, learn how to do Xcode. And within two years, I actually had 30 applications on the App Store. Well, I'm going to fast forward to today because, as many of you know, I can just talk forever. I'm Italian, and I love to talk. Uh, if you've been in any one of my educational classes in Avixa, you know that I just talk, 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 talk. Uh, and I love it, but I love teaching people. Uh, so I'm currently the director of engineering at Pivium, and I'm also still the CEO of iCreate. I still program, and I have right now currently five apps on the App Store. They're all games. Uh, they're all based around our iCreate characters. But let's bring us back to AI and XR technology. Again, many of you that know me, my motto is I can do that. And I decided to take this on because I think this is where technology is going to take us into the next level. So I started researching the origins of AI, VR, and XR. And this first episode will take you through the beginnings of that and how we got where we are today. The next few episodes that I have coming up uh, will take us into how this technology is being used in current applications, both in commercial and residential world, as well as personal, including fitness. I hope you're ready to take this journey with me, and I hope you enjoy these episodes. Today, we're journeying into the past to understand the future of artificial intelligence and extended reality. In this short and sweet episode, we're not just talking about technology, we're talking about a revolution. So buckle up and let's explore the origins and incredible advancements of AI and XR. The concept of AI dates back to ancient history with the myths and stories of artificial beings. However, the modern field of AI began in the mid-20th century with the foundational work by Alan Turing and others. The term artificial intelligence was coined in 1956 by John McCarthy at the Dartmouth Conference, which is often considered the birth of AI as a field. Noting that the invention of artificial intelligence it can't 
really be attributed to just one single individual. You know, it's a field that actually emerged from contributions of many scientists, mathematicians, you know, philosophers over several decades. Several key figures played pivotal roles in the development and shaping of AI. Here's a few of them and a little bit of background on them. Often referred to as the father of theoretical computer science and artificial intelligence, Alan Turing was a British mathematician and logician. His 1950 paper, Computing Machinery and Intelligence, where he proposed what is now known as the Turing Test, laid the foundational concepts for determining machine intelligence. Next we have John McCarthy. He was an American computer scientist. He's credited for coining the term artificial intelligence at the Dartmouth Conference in 1956, which he actually organized. This conference is often considered the birth of AI as a distinct field. McCarthy you know, also made significant contributions to the AI development, including the creation of the Lisp programming language, which is often used in AI research. Another prominent figure in the early days of AI, Marvin Minsky, he co-founded the Massachusetts Institute of Technology's AI laboratory. His work in the field of cognitive psychology and his theories on how human mind works influenced the development of AI. Two computer scientists, Alan Newell and Herbert A. Simon, they developed the Logic Theorist, which is often considered the first AI program in 1955. Their further work in developing AI programs that could simulate human problem-solving processes was influential. And finally for this group, we have Norbert Wiener. He was an American mathematician and philosopher. Wiener is known for his work in cybernetics, a field closely related to AI. His ideas on feedback systems and control theory played a crucial role in development of AI. Well, these pioneers, and among others, you know, they contributed to the early theories, concepts, and technologies that formed the foundation of AI. The field has since evolved into including various subfields like machine learning, language learning processing, and neural networks, each with its own set of innovators and contributors. So a little brief history on two of the prominent players in the AI revolution. First, we have Alan Turing. He was born on June 23rd in 1912 in Maida Vale, London. You know, Turing displayed an early aptitude for mathematics and science. He had studied at the King's College in Cambridge. Uh, he graduated first class honors in mathematics in 1934, elected a fellow of King's College for his research in probability theory. In 1936, he published a seminal paper on computable numbers. That paper actually introduced the concept of the Turing machine, which uh, a theoretical device that conceptualizes the basics of computers. During World War II, Turing played a crucial role in breaking German ciphers at the Government Code and Cipher School at Britain's Code Breaking Center. He was chiefly responsible for cracking the Enigma machine, which is used by the Germans to encrypt military communications. This work, involving creation of the bomb machine, is credited with significantly shortening the war and saving countless lives. After the war, Turing worked at the National Physical Laboratory, where he designed one of the earliest electronic digital computers, the Automatic Computing Engine, or ACE. He moved to the University of Manchester, where he made significant contributions to the emerging field of computer science. In 1950, Turing published a paper, Computing Machinery and Intelligence. That proposed what is now known as the Turing Test, a method of determining whether a machine is capable of human-like thought. Unfortunately, Turing's personal life was marked by challenges. He was a gay man at a time when homosexual acts were illegal in the UK. In 1952, he was prosecuted for homosexual acts and accepted chemical castration treatment as an alternative to prison. Tragically, Turing died on June 7th, 1954, at just the age of 41, under circumstances that were concluded to be suicide. In 2009, 
the British Prime Minister Gordon Brown made an official public apology on behalf of the British government for the way that Turing was treated after the war. And in 2013, Queen Elizabeth II granted him a posthumous royal pardon. So when we think about Alan Turing's legacy, you know, it extends beyond his wartime heroics and contributions to computer science. He is celebrated as a visionary in the field of artificial intelligence and is remembered for his fundamental contributions to the theory and practice of computing. His life and work have been recognized and honored in various ways, including in films, plays, books, and memorials, as well as in the annual Turing Award, considered the Nobel Prize of Computing. Let's take a look at the life of John McCarthy. He was born on September 4th in 1927 in Boston, Massachusetts. He showed early signs of brilliance teaching himself mathematics and demonstrating a profound interest in science and technology. McCarthy attended the California Institute of Technology, uh, as we all know as Caltech, where he earned a Bachelor of Science in Mathematics in 1948. He then completed his PhD in Mathematics at Princeton University in 1951. After obtaining his PhD, McCarthy embarked on an academic career that saw him hold positions at several prestigious institutions, including Dartmouth, MIT, and Stanford University. While at MIT, he made significant contributions to the field of computer science, particularly in the areas of AI and programming languages. In 1955, he wrote the proposal for the Dartmouth Conference, where he proposed the term artificial intelligence. This conference brought together researchers interested in neural nets, automata theory, and the study of intelligence, which laid the groundwork for AI as a distinct field. McCarthy's contributions to AI are numerous and groundbreaking. He is credited for developing the LISP programming language in 1958, which became one of the principal languages used in AI research. He introduced the concept of a hybrid approach to AI, combining elements of both symbolic and non-symbolic programming. He was also instrumental in establishing the Stanford Artificial Intelligence Laboratory in 1965, which became a leading center for AI research. McCarthy's work in AI and computer science you know, earned him many accolades, including the Turing Award in 1971, which is often regarded as the highest honor in computer science. He was also a member of the National Academy of Sciences and the American Academy of Arts and Sciences. McCarthy was known for his intellectual curiosity and his advocacy for AI's potential to benefit humanity. He passed away on October 24th in 2011, leaving behind a legacy that shaped the landscape of AI and computer science. John McCarthy's vision and pioneering work continue to influence the field of AI. His contributions have paved the way for many technologies and applications we see today, and his impact on the field is remembered and celebrated in the tech community and beyond. So what are some of the current applications for AI? Well, today, AI permeates various sectors from healthcare, where it assists in diagnostic procedures and patient care, to finance, where it is used for fraud detection and automated trading. In consumer technology, AI drives recommendation systems and streaming services. It powers voice assistance and enhances smartphone photography. Leading universities and tech companies are constantly advancing AI. Research areas include machine learning, natural language processing, robotics, and ethical AI. AI ethics, though, has become a significant field of study, focusing on ensuring responsible and equitable development and deployment of AI technologies. So let's now take a quick look at extended reality, or as people say, XR. XR is actually an umbrella term that includes virtual reality, augmented reality, and mixed reality, 
Its origins can be traced back to the early development of VR in the 1960s with Morton Helig's Sensorama and the latter development of AR and MR technologies. Morton Helig's invention, the Sensorama in the 1960s, was an early example of immersive multisensory technology. Then Ivan Sutherland, he is known as the father of computer graphics. Sutherland created the first VR head-mounted display system called the Sword of Demicols in 1968. In augmented reality, Ivan's work in developing head-mounted display systems also laid the groundwork for AR technologies. Tom Cordell, a Boeing researcher, he coined the term augmented reality in the 1990s to describe a digital display system he was developing to assist in assembling and manufacturing processes. Well, Paul Mingram and Fumio Kishino, in 1994, they defined a mixed reality spectrum that blends real and virtual worlds, and this concept underpins what we now know is, or is referred to as MR. XR is a comprehensive term encompassing all these technologies. It doesn't have a single inventor, but rather evolved from the convergence of individual fields. The development of AR has been driven by advancements in computer graphics, display technologies, sensors, and input systems, and it continues to be a rapidly evolving field with contribution from numerous scientists, engineers, and technology companies worldwide. So let's round this out with some of the key figures and pioneers in XR technology. Let's start with Ivan Sutherland. He's a renowned computer scientist and internet pioneer who is widely regarded as one of the most influential figures in the field of computer graphics and virtual reality. His groundbreaking work laid the foundation for many of the graphical interfaces and technologies used in today's computing. He was born on May 16, 1938 in Hastings, Nebraska. He demonstrated early interest in engineering and technology, influenced by his father, who was an engineer. He earned his bachelor's degree in electrical engineering from the Carnegie Institute of Technology, which is now known as Carnegie Mellon University, in 1959. He completed his master's degree at Caltech in 1960. He received his PhD from MIT in 1963. His doctoral thesis, Sketchpad, a man-machine graphical communication system, was pioneering work in computer graphics, interactive computing, and user interface design. Sutherland worked at the faculty at the University of California, Berkeley. He later worked for Harvard University and the University of Utah, where he contributed significantly to the field of computer graphics and helped train many future leaders in this industry. In the late 1960s, Sutherland, along with his student Bob Sproul, developed the first virtual reality head-mounted display system, as I said before, known as the Sword of Domicals. This was a pioneering effort in the field of virtual reality. Sutherland co-founded Evans & Sutherland, along with his friend David Evans in 1968. That was a company that produced groundbreaking graphics technologies. He also worked at the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, known as DARPA, where he contributed to the development of ARPANET, a precursor to modern internet. Sutherland has received numerous accolades for his contributions to computer science and engineering, including the Turing Award. He was also inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame in 2016. Sutherland's visionary work not only shaped the early landscape of computer graphics and virtual reality, but it also laid a foundational framework that continues to inspire and guide technological advancements in these areas today. Let's talk about Morton Helig's Sensorama. It was considered one of the earliest forms of virtual reality technology. It was developed in the 1950s and finally patented in 1962. Sensorama was an immersive, multi-sensory machine designed to provide fully engaging cinematic experience. These are some of the examples or key aspects of Sensorama. They had a multi-sensory experience. It was designed to stimulate multiple senses. 
It featured a stereographic 3D display, stereo sound, seat vibrations, even had mechanism to stimulate wind and aromas. The goal was to create an experience that was as lifelike as possible. The machine, it resembled a large arcade-style booth where a person could sit, insert their head into a viewing area, and experience a short film that incorporated the various sensory aspects. Hewlett created several short films for Sensorama, which were designed to be immersive experiences. For instance, one of the films simulated a motorcycle ride through New York City, complete with wind blowing in the viewer's face and the smell of the city environment. Imagine that. Although Sensorama didn't gain commercial success, it remained more of a novelty. It was a significant step forward in the field of VR. It demonstrated the potential of immersive technology, and it paved the way for future developments in VR and AR. Morton Helig, often referred to as the father of virtual reality, he left a lasting legacy in the world of immersive technology. Sensorama stands as an early testament to human desire to create and engage with virtual environments, a pursuit that continues to evolve with modern VR and AR technologies. Sensorama, it was ahead of its time in many ways and is remembered as a pioneering effort in the quest to create immersive, multi-sensory, and virtual experiences. Let's round this up with Paul Mingram and Fumio Kishino. They were researchers known for their contributions to the field of human-computer interaction, particularly in the context of virtual and augmented reality. They were especially recognized for their work in conceptualizing and defining the mixed reality spectrum. Paul Mingram is a professor at the University of Toronto in Canada, with affiliations primarily in the areas of mechanical and industrial engineering. His research is focused on topics such as augmented reality, teleoperation, and the design of displays and interfaces and control systems. Milgram's work is notable for its emphasis on the practical applications of augmented reality and mixed reality in various fields, including aviation and medicine. Fumio Kashino is a Japanese researcher with a background in engineering and information sciences. His work has spanned several areas, including human-computer interaction, virtual reality, and media engineering. Kishino has been involved in research that explores the physiological and psychological aspects of human interaction with the virtual environments. Together, they're best known for their 1994 paper, A Taxonomy of Mixed Reality Visual Displays. In this influential work, they introduced the concept of reality-virtuality continuum. The RV continuum is a spectrum that categorizes environments on a scale from completely real to completely virtual. This spectrum includes augmented reality, where virtual elements are overlaid on the real world, and augmented reality, where real elements are integrated in virtual environments. If you've picked up a Meta 3 or uh, fortunate enough to be one of the first ones to get the Apple VR headsets, you know what I mean. Their work provided a foundational framework for understanding and researching the interactions between real and virtual environments, and has been widely cited in subsequent studies and developments in the field of mixed reality. The contributions of Paul Milgram and Fumio Kishino have been instrumental in advancing the understanding and development of mixed reality technologies, influencing both academic research and practical applications in the field. So let me start summing all this up. You know, in current applications, XR technologies are now widely used in gaming, providing immersive experiences. In education, they're offering interactive, engaging learning environments. In the industrial sector, it uses XR for training simulations and enhancing manufacturing process. Retailers are adopting AR for virtual try-ons, and healthcare sector uses it for surgical training and patient rehabilitation. So let's conclude this with research and development. XR research is vibrant in areas like haptic technology, 
which seeks to add tactile experiences to virtual environments, and the integration of AI with XR for smarter, context-aware applications. There's also a focus on making XR devices more accessible and user-friendly. So bringing AI and XR together, we see applications such as AI-driven virtual assistants in VR environments and AR interfaces enhanced by AI for real-time information processing. Well, that wraps up our very first edition of Reality Expanded here. I'm John Campanella. I've provided links down below in the information section. If you need to get a hold of me, DM me on LinkedIn. I'd also like to know if you want me to discuss some certain topics that you might have in, you know, the AI, XR, or, you know, VR technology world. Just give me a ring, uh, shout me out, and uh, let's do this again. This is John Campanella signing out. Tune in to our next episode of Reality Expanded. Be sure to click on the links below and leave some comments. We'd love to hear from you.